Playing by the uncertainties of our modern world, life can seem awfully bleak at times. In our search for purpose, meaning, and certainty, most of us would love to have an inkling of what lies ahead, to have even a glimpse of tomorrow today. In our podcast, Knowing Tomorrow Today, we share from the Bible a wonderful blueprint of hope, which reveals that God wants us to live an abundant life and that he has an amazing future planned for us. All right. Welcome to our podcast, Knowing Tomorrow Today. I'm your host, Merrick Brown. Thank you always for joining me on this journey of hope. I always want to encourage you to like, to subscribe, and to share these messages of hope wherever you listen, with your family, with your friends, with your co-workers, and just all who you meet along life's journey. Friends, listen, we are still going through the last book of the Bible, the book of Revelation. And in our last episode called uh, Living in the End of History, we discovered that at present, we are actually living in the time of history when the sixth seal has been opened. Now, keep in mind that the, the, the seven seals of the book of Revelation serve as a, as a type of chronological timeline for the events which John describes in the book of Revelation. In other words, in the book of Revelation, the seven seals talk about events which begin in John's day and end with the second coming of Jesus. And so, we need, it is very important for us to really pay attention to what Jesus is, is trying to tell us as he opens uh, these seven seals there in the book of Revelation. And so, we discovered in our, on our last episode that at present, we are living in the time of history when the sixth seal has been opened. And of course, before Jesus returns, there is just one more seal left to be opened, right? And that is the seventh seal. And after that, Jesus will come back. And so that is very exciting news. Now, in this episode, we want to continue to look at the, 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 the sixth seal of Revelation chapter 6 in order to discover what it says about certain cosmic events which take place, which are presently taking place in our time. Of course, we find a description of the sixth seal there in Revelation chapter 6, verse 12 to 17. I'm just going to read there from Revelation chapter 12, um, sorry, Revelation chapter 6, verse 12 to 17. And there John writes, he says, And I looked, and he, Jesus, opened the sixth seal. And behold, there was a great earthquake, and the sun became black as sackcloth of hair, and the moon became like blood, and the stars of heaven fell to the earth as a fig tree drops its late figs when it is shaken by a mighty wind. Then the sky receded as a scroll when it is rolled up, and every mountain and island was moved out of its place. And the kings of the earth, the great men, the rich men, the commanders, the mighty men, and every slave and every free man hid themselves in the caves and in the rocks of, uh, of the mountains and said to the mountains and rocks, fall on us and hide us from the face of him who sits on the throne and from the wrath of the lamb. And he says, for the great day of his wrath has come and who is able to stand. And we find that in Revelation chapter 6, verse 12 to 17. And so when the sixth seal is open, we see signs in heaven and on earth. And we, we discovered in our uh, last episode that these signs, again, they serve as chronological markers, right? Or signs of the times or signs of, of, of the period of history uh, in which we're in, right? And so if you will, um, the, the, six, the signs that take place under the uh, sixth seal, right? Uh, they're pointing to the nearness of the second coming of Jesus, right? We also discovered in our last episode that many of these signs mentioned on the sixth seal have already taken place in history, right? And again, you, of course, you can check out that episode. It's called Living in the End of History for more details about these signs 
um, that take place under this sixth seal. However, in this episode, I want us to, to focus in uh, and to pay attention to verse 15, 16, and 17 of Revelation chapter 6, which describes uh, certain events which takes pl place under the sixth seal. And, and, and I'm just going to read those verses again. Uh, these these are from verse 15 to verse 17 of Revelation chapter 6. And it says, The kings of the earth, the great men, the rich men, the commanders, the mighty men, and every slave and every free man hid themselves in the caves and in the rocks of the mountains and said in the mountains and rocks, Fall on us and hide us from the face of him who sits on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb. For the great day of his wrath has come. And who is able to stand? And this is Revelation chapter 6, verse 15 to 17. And so here's the thing. Many Bible readers have long interpreted uh, these verses there, uh, verse 15 to verse 17 in Revelation chapter 6, as they say that this is a description of the second coming of Jesus. However, I have found that um, in the context of the seven seals, right? Again, this is in the context of the seven seals. The passage is not specifically describing Jesus' second coming. Now, keep in mind that according to the book of Revelation, Jesus returned during the time when the seventh seal has been opened. In fact, you can find a description of the time of Jesus' second coming during the time of the seventh seal in Revelation chapter 11, verse 15 to 19. You can uh, read that on your own time, right? And so friends, if, if, if Revelation chapter 6, verse 15 to, uh, to 17 is not describing the second coming of Jesus, uh, then it is probably alluding to some other significant cosmic event in history and this is what we want to try to find out in this episode now in in the text there in Revelation chapter 6 verse 15 to 17 uh, it describes people from all sectors of society it says the rich men the powerful men the mighty men the great men and, and just all people uh they, they find themselves just hiding in caves in the caves of the earth and the rocks of the earth and the text says specifically that they're hiding from the face of god and from the wrath of the Lamb, and the question is being asked: Who is able to stand? You know, I'm thinking, uh, uh, just looking at the text. Why does John describe God as being wrathful? Does does a God of love ever get so wrathful, so angry, so vengeful that in an emotional tirade he loses his sense of reason? And fairness, I mean, God never does that, right? He never does that. God never loses his, his temper, right? In fact, uh, God himself tells us there in Ezekiel chapter 33, verse 1, he says, As surely as I live, I take no pleasure in the death of the wicked. I only want people, right, to turn from their wicked ways so that they can live. Turn, he says, turn from your wickedness. Why should you die? Again, find that in Ezekiel chapter 33, verse 11. So God is, friends, God is patient and he's long-suffering. Uh, I mean, he's not willing. He doesn't want uh, anyone, right, not to have eternal life. He doesn't want anyone to perish. And so here in Revelation chapter 6, uh, God's wrath, then it has to do with his um, his righteous indignation, right? In other words, his sense of justice and fairness and his reaction to those who rebel against him and mistreat his people. And so God's wrath here has nothing to do with the, the sudden outburst that sometimes we as humans find ourselves experiencing, right? God never loses his temper, friends. 
emotions, right? He never loses control of his emotions, right? God's righteous anger then is a, is a passionate response against sin and what it has done to the human race. And so in order for us to gain a correct interpretation of what is happening there in Revelation chapter 6, verse 15 to 17, we need to examine uh, this passage first in the context of the, the seventh seal of Revelation, right? And then in the context of the final chapters of the book of Revelation, specifically uh, chapters 13 and, and, and 14 and 15 going on there. And, and these chapters describe in detail events which take place under the sixth and seventh seals of the book of Revelation, specifically in Revelation chapter 6, right? Now, you will recall that under the fifth seal, there is a cry, right, of how long, right? Again, you can check out um, our our podcast episode on the sixth seal. It's called A Cry for Justice, if you want to get more details on that, right? And, and and there under the sixth seal, there is a cry of how long? How long would it be before God would, br would bring judgment and justice for the millions of faithful believers who were martyred throughout the ages, right? You find that in Revelation chapter 6 verse 10 how long would it be before god steps in to judge all the injustices and all the atrocities that have happened in history how long right and so that was the question on the sixth seal of revelation chapter 6 and so also in 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 par in a, in a parallel prophecy right and you find this in the final chapters of Revelation, right? This is Revelation chapter 13, 14, uh, 15. And we will look at some of this uh, in future episodes, right? These chapters detail events which take place under the sixth seal of Revelation chapter 6, right? And so uh, specifically in Revelation chapter 17, right, which in, in many ways parallels um, Revelation chapter 6, right? Uh, there is an urgent appeal, right, to people of every nation and, and tribe and, and language. And the appeal is to fear God and to give God glory because the hour of his judgment has come. And that is Revelation chapter 14, verse 7, right? And so uh, do you see what is happening here, friends? Notice carefully that under the, the fifth seal, God's people are crying out to God. They're crying out to God for, for judgment. They're crying out to God for justice, right? To what has happened to all God's people, uh, all righteous people throughout history. And then we see also in Revelation chapter 14, verse 7, we are told that God does bring judgment and that he brings justice in the time of the end, in the time, in our time, under the sixth seal. And so, friends, if John is not describing, right, if he's not describing the second coming of Jesus uh, in Revelation chapter 6 and in the verses, from verses 15, verse 17, what is he talking about? Friends, listen, when John writes in Revelation chapter 6, verse 17, that the great day of God's wrath has come and he's asking who is able to stand. Friends, he's telling us that under the sixth seal, that the time in history has arrived when God will judge the deeds of humanity and punish the wicked. That's what he's telling us, right? Friends, here John is telling us that God will have his day in court in order to bring justice to where there has been injustice in our world. And I say, praise be to God. God is standing on, our, on, on behalf of the righteous friends, right? God will have his day in court. So 
up until now, it, it, it almost seems that, that God has been silent in history. He has not seemed to have made any moves to, to judge uh, his enemies, uh, his adversaries, and, and to vindicate his people. And, and why has this been the case? Well, again, friends, God is merciful. God is more merciful than we think, right? He's very patient, and he's not willing that anyone will be lost. However, Scripture does affirm Scripture does tell us that there is going to be a judgment, right? Scripture does affirm that uh, that all of humanity will have to stand before the judgment seat of God. You find that in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 10. And, and, and so this is when uh, God will have his day in, in court, on the, and this is going to happen under the sixth seal, right? Which is in our time. God knows, right? He knows the thoughts. He knows the motives of all intelligent creatures right and so he is more than qualified in that way uh to 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 judge right so as a righteous judge the good news is that god will always be fear and, and transparent right and 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 that is good news friends and and i mean listen the best news of all is that jesus will serve or jesus serves as our judge right god the father has turned all judgment over to jesus because what on earth jesus walked in our shoes friends right jesus knows what it means to live in a broken and sinful world right and this is good news because it means that jesus will be fear right he will be a just judge and so uh in the old testament book of daniel specifically in daniel chapter 7 we, we get this glimpse of, of 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 the judgment of a judgment scene in heaven of 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 of, of a time when God will have his day in court, right? And this judgment, again, is convened under the sixth seal there in Revelation chapter 6, right? Now, during these proceedings, the fate of all humanity is determined, right? Uh, and so in his night vision, the prophet Daniel in Daniel chapter 7, he sees a heavenly courtroom with millions of angelic witnesses ministering before God, right? And, and, and he sees that as the ancient of days, who is God the Father, takes his seat on his heavenly throne, uh, the, this courtly proceeding begins. And we're told that books of records are open. So so here's the thing. Even as God, even, even though God is all-knowing, right? I mean, God knows everything. He, he doesn't need books to tell him what, uh, you know, what went on in the world and all that, right? But he does this. Uh, there are books there for the benefit of all of his creatures, right? Uh, and so he's doing this in a bid to be transparent in all of his dealings with humanity, Right, and so God meticulously records the lives of everyone who has ever lived. So, so we know that among the books uh, that are in uh, this courtroom is the Lamb's Book of Life, which contains the names of all who have ever professed faith in Jesus. And there is also a book of remembrance. Right, you find that in Malachi chapter three, verse sixteen. According to the book of, of Daniel, in Daniel chapter seven, the last person to enter this heavenly tribunal is Jesus, the Son of God. Right, and so Jesus enters the courtroom as a great conqueror in the glory of heaven, and he takes his position before his father as humanity's advocate and as our judge and i say praise be to god that jesus is going to be my lawyer and at the same time he's my judge right judgment begins first at the house of god in other words god is going to look at the record of everyone who has ever pledged their life in service to him right so he starts with the believers he starts with the christians right and as each name comes up in the judgment it is jesus our righteous advocate and faithful advocate right he is our righteous judge and our faithful advocate who makes the final determination of which names remain in this book 
called the Lamb's Book of Life. Now, friends, I just want you to know that the judgment scene described in Daniel chapter 7 and in Revelation chapter 6 takes place in heaven before Jesus comes back. Now, that's very important to keep to keep in mind. Now, I'm not making this up, right? Uh, Jesus tells us there in uh, Revelation chapter 22, verse 12, he says, Look, I am coming soon, and I am bringing my reward with me to repay all people according to their deeds. So it makes sense that if Jesus is bringing his rewards when he's coming, there had been there had to be some kind of determination of what our reward will be, whether for good or for evil. All right. So this judgment takes place before he returns. Friends, everyone is judged and recorded according to their deeds. Right. Scripture tells us that God will bring everything into judgment, whether it's be, whether it be good or, or bad. You find that in Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verse 14. Jesus, our righteous judge, assures us. Right. And I love this passage again this is coming from revelation chapter 3 verse 5 he says all who are victorious will be clothed in white he says and then he makes his promise to us and he says i will never erase their names from the book of life and he says i will announce before my father and his angels that they are mine i just love that right that is so wonderful that, that jesus will he's, he's going to stand for us there uh in the judgment again you find that in revelation chapter 3 verse 5 friends uh we read in daniel chapter uh, chapter 7 verse 22 that god pronounces judgment in favor uh, of the holy people of the most high god right in other words god is going to promote uh, pr uh, pronounce judgment in favor of all those who believe and, and 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 follow jesus faithfully all of their lives god will have his day in court friends one day he will dispense justice justice where there has been injustice in history judgment will be given in favor of those who love jesus and who have been faithful to him even unto death and that is very good news. Friends, that is what the signs under the sixth seal is trying to tell us. These cosmic signs, right? They're trying to communicate to us. They're trying to tell us that we have arrived in a period in history, right? When God will have his day in court. And after God has his day in court, the next thing that's going to happen is that Jesus is going to come back, right? For his faithful people. You know, friends, even as I've been sharing with you, um, th this famous hymn, uh, written by F.E. Belden comes to mind. And, and the words from this hymn says, The judgment has set. The books have been opened. How shall we stand in that great day when every thought and word and action God the righteous judge shall weigh? And he says, How shall we stand in that great day? How shall we stand in that great day? Shall we be found before him wanting? Or with our sins all washed away friends under the sixth seal in there in um revelation chapter 6 verse 17 the question is also asked who is able to stand in these last days as we we live in the time of the sixth seal the good news friends is that if you stand with jesus there's nothing to fear about the judgment right uh about god having his day in court right if you have if we have a relationship with jesus if you know jesus and if he knows you right he will declare he's promised us right there in revelation chapter 3 verse um i think it was verse 15 right i could be wrong right he will declare to the heavenly court that you are his child before his father and before the holy angels in heaven right friend my friend listen listen to me uh if you have not yet accepted jesus christ today as your lord and savior as lord and savior of your life why not do it right now Friends, there is no time like the present. I just want to urge you right now, do not delay 
in doing this. You know, friends, the, the, the same Jesus, I get, get, get excited when I read this, the same Jesus who stands for us, right, in court, uh, in, the, in that heavenly court as our judge and as, as our defender, also tells us there in Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11 to 14, he says, I know what I've planned for you. I've plans to prosper you, not to harm you. I've plans to give you a future filled with hope. He says, when you call out to me and come to me in prayer, I will hear your prayers. If you seek me with all of your heart and soul, I will make myself available to you. My friends, the Lord Jesus has planned an amazing future for us. My hope is that you will come to trust him, that you will give your life over to him in totality, right? And that you will choose to live by his way and by his word and not by your own way. I promise you, I promise you, if you do, right, your life will never be the same. And one of these days, you will walk with Jesus in white as he has promised us, right? Listen, I always want to encourage you as we part to remember to, to like and to subscribe and to share this podcast of hope uh, wherever you listen. Uh, because when you do so, you are helping to share the gospel in all the world as Jesus has commanded us to do. Listen, you can also email me. I have an email address. My email address is knowingtomorrowtoday at gmail.com. It's knowingtomorrowtoday at gmail.com. If you have additional questions, if you want me to pray for you, listen, when you email me, I'll also send you a copy of the book that actually inspired this podcast. It's called Knowing Tomorrow Today, Glimpses of the Future That Will Change Your Life. I'll send you a free electronic copy of the book, right? So that you can actually check that out, right? So may God continue to bless you. Uh, I'm Merritt Brown. Until next time, stay blessed and stay well. Get better.